0: Hello, and welcome to the Leading in Times of Challenge podcast produced by the Greater Des Moines Partnership. I'm your host, Mike Jefferson. Thank you for joining us as we talk with community leaders from across Greater Des Moines who share their greatest accomplishments and their biggest challenges. Now more than ever during these trying times, leadership remains crucial to the strength and resilience of our region. Let's hear from today's leader. Today's guest brings over two decades of senior leadership and C suite experience uh, in, in many areas, including finance, healthcare, and media. Susanna DeBaca joins us. She's currently the president and group publisher at Business Publications Corporation. Susanna, thanks for taking the time out to join us today.
1: Thank you for having me on.
0: So, I, I alluded to a little bit of your background without giving away too much because I prefer my guests to fill in fill in the blank. So I I like to provide the high-level overview and then let you fill in the gap. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and some of the things you're involved in?
1: Terrific. Thanks. Um, Currently, I'm the president and group publisher of Business Publications Corporation. Um, A lot of people here may know it as the parent company of The Business Record, DSM Magazine, and IA Magazine, but we're a media and publishing company here in Des Moines. And this is my third career. I spent about 25 years as a finance and asset management executive in New York City and Minneapolis um, before coming back to my home state of Iowa to run a healthcare organization uh, for about five years. And now my third career is in leading a media and publishing company. So the common thread um, really behind all of my experience is executive leadership. And that's a role I've really enjoyed across industries and across different geographic locations.
0: Okay. And what about um, on, a, on a community-based level? I know it looks like you were involved in some, some boards and community initiatives. Talk about some of those.
1: Um, doing community work and board work has always been really important to me. That's um, sort of a legacy from my parents, I would say. Um, so, I have been um, on nonprofit boards, involved with Planned Parenthood for many, many years, both board and staff. Um, served on the Chrysalis board here. Um, in other states, I was on women's foundations and funds, uh, major healthcare boards. Uh, and then I've been very much involved in alumni work, both at Harvard Business School, which was my graduate um, study and with Iowa State University, go psych.
0: (laughs) I was hoping for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so to kind of move into, to the conversation and thank you for your, for your, uh, providing the, the introduction about yourself. So we get to know you a little bit better. Um, I'm sure with, with so many years of senior leadership and and C-suite experience, you've probably had a handful of challenges that we can't wrap up in this brief conversation. So let's just focus on, on one of them. And it can be from any sector that you think of, but think about a time where you maybe had a a challenge leading a team and you were just like, there's no way that we're going to be able to overcome this. Uh, Talk about maybe what that challenge was and and how you, how you did overcome it.
1: Well, um, when you suggested, this might be a question I thought um, about it quite a bit. And um, one of the biggest challenges I faced as a relatively young leader and that I might actually ever face in my entire life was 9 11. Uh, I was working on Wall Street at an investment firm. I was a managing director of a, a private client group. Um, in my late 30s, I was responsible for about $6 billion of assets in a team across the country. Um, while, um, basically, you know, we experienced the, the day and the, the aftermath of nine eleven.
0: 11 Wow. <laughs> I, I can't, I, I can't imagine. So now talk about how you were able to, to lead your teams through that. What were, what were some of the things that maybe you did to, to keep their morale up and to help them stay focused? Because I'm sure, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure, you know, as a leader, you have to make the tough decisions that a lot of people don't like to make um, whenever you're working on teams and not working independently. So how do you navigate through those types of things um, to get everybody on the same page and and through those challenging times?
1: Well, 9-11 obviously was a really unprecedented type of uh, challenge. It was a, a major crisis. Um, I was at a meeting uptown Um, And our office was about two blocks from the World Trade Center. Oh, wow. So when the actual actual incident happened, I had no idea what had happened to my team and my colleagues. Uh, And so the first part of leading through something like that um, was literally trying to find the people that I worked with and to make sure that they were alive. Um, had they lost family members or friends? Um, so the first part of it literally was about caring about the people and trying to get organized. You know, that was 2001. So we had cell phones, flip phones, (laughs) but we had a good Y2K plan in place that, that actually saved us. And within 24 hours, I'd been able to locate everyone. Um, and then it was a question of, are they safe? Are they okay? Now, how do we actually think about a business? Right. Um, the bond market stayed open, the stock market closed. And so we set up a, uh, basically a bond business in someone's apartment and started managing that. Um, it was really in those first days, um, about making sure the team was okay. Uh, dealing with the really, really intense emotion, the grief, um, memorial services, people who had not been confirmed dead, that had to take precedence. Mm-hmm. Um, so the team, then the clients, you know, were they okay? Um, and then we just had a plan. We worked the plan, uh, tried to stay focused and stay calm, Um, but it it literally, the humanity was the most important, important part of leadership there as I think it is in almost any crisis.
0: I remember that day. I I remember being, you know, actually going from, I was in college and going from class to class when that happened. So, um, I still consider myself having an easy being a college student, not not having to think about some of the things that you mentioned, um, And to me, that takes a huge emotional toll on you, and it it can be very draining, correct?
1: Oh, very much, yes.
0: So how do you, Susanna, how do you try to unwind from that? I guess not to just fully be in in a relaxed state, but how do you recharge your batteries so that you can go out in a time, especially like that? And I'm actually going to come back to it and tie it to what we're dealing with now. But how do you... Mm -hmm how do you recharge your batteries? How do you unplug from everything that's going on um, so that you can come back stronger to be a great leader and to make those tough decisions on a day in and day out basis?
1: I wish I could say that during that period of my life, I had all of the answers. Um, I've developed a lot of, uh, I would say awareness and coping mechanisms that are healthy. um, Uh, in part because of some of the adverse situations that I experienced. Um, one of the things I I know now and try really hard to do is um, practice really intense self-care. Um, I've learned uh, through a lot of leadership experiences that if if I am not in good shape as a leader, I cannot effectively lead my teams, and I certainly can't genuinely ask them to take care of themselves. So making sure the stuff that seems so basic, but that's so hard to do, um, is critical. Getting enough sleep, eating right, you know, laying off the, the stuff that might not make you feel as good, <laughs> you know, alcohol, junk food, all of that, um, exercising every single day, practicing mindfulness or awareness. Those are all things I now do as a matter of course. And I feel like, for example, in the pandemic, um, those are things that have enabled me to be a calm, clear headed uh, leader who can think things through and and to, as I said, authentically tell people, you know, to do the same for themselves.
0: And I'm glad that you mentioned that as far as being able to do that into the pandemic, because that transitions nicely into my next question is, you know, you talked about the, the severity of what we went through with 9-11 and how you had to lead your teams and the lessons that you learned. And now, unfortunately it's 2020 almost July at this, at the time of this recording uh, we're seeing a lot of unrest now, not only with COVID-19, which has been going on now since, you know, the beginning of the year for the most part um, more noticeable towards, towards March and around that time. But um, also, the, the recent injustices, the, the civil things, the unrest that's been happening, the, the senseless killings in, in Atlanta and in Minneapolis and, and those types of things. How have you been able and or how would you advise people that are maybe kind of stepping into this role too, having been through something so insane like 9/11, how are you taking those lessons that you did learn where you said you wish you knew everything at that time? And transitioning them into dealing with these types of situations, which are very high in emotion, again similar to what, similar to what happened, but in a different way. How are you taking those lessons now from, from things that you know and applying them to today? Mm-hmm.
1: It's a it's a great question. We're living truly through historic times, uh, not only uh, the the crisis of health care, but economic crisis Um, unrest and civil rights issues that we, in my opinion, should have been addressing long ago. It's all coming together. Everything is so uncertain. As I think back to 9-11 and lessons that I learned there, um, one thing that really has struck me is that real leaders um, care about people, and crisis is a test of of that characteristic. During 9-11, I saw some individuals um, prove themselves as true leaders uh, who cared about other people who were calm, who were resilient, who had a vision, and the ability to lead people forward, saying, we, we can and we'll get through this, and this is how. And I saw other people who had been um, elevated as leaders really, really failed. They were people who were focused on themselves. Um, They uh, were not reliable. Uh, Mm -hmm. They did not know how to move themselves forward or others. And I always think back about um, how I witnessed uh, that differentiation in leadership. And it helped me to understand what kind of leader I wanted to be, um, hoping I would never have to go through that kind of crisis. But to be the kind of leader who went out of, you know, his or her way to say to somebody, how are you? How are you really Uh, to care? um, But then, you know, more objectively to have a plan quickly to be able to focus um, and just calmly lead people through what they needed to get through. Um, so those are some lessons and some things I think about from nine eleven as I look at, at today, um, if you are not in control of yourself as a leader and your emotions and project, um, calm and confidence, I mean, I don't think anybody wants to, they don't want to follow you if you don't have that kind of demeanor.
0: That's a good point. And I know you're, uh, <clears throat> you're busy here, so we'll, we'll cut this short, but, um, as we wrap up, are there any other words of, of wisdom or any other insights that you that you care to share?
1: Well, I, I think one thing that I also really think about with 9-11 and I look at, at in the pandemic is um it may sound a little cliched, but this too shall pass. Um that right now what we're living through seems insurmountable. Um, but when I I can't move forward or I think a challenge is too much to face. I try to keep it in perspective in the sense that we have lived through adversity before. We have figured out how to move forward through it. Um, It gives me strength knowing that there are other people around me who are wise, who I can turn to, Mm -hmm. and to have faith that we'll be okay. Um, Together, I, I know that we can pick up the pieces, that we can move forward and we can do our best to support each other and support our community.
0: Well, Susanna DeBaca, thank you for joining us on the Leading in Times of Challenge podcast. You take care.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening to the Leading in Times of Challenge podcast produced by the Greater Des Moines Partnership. To listen to more stories of inspiration, please visit dsmpartnership.com.